Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. In Chapel Hill, North Carolina, home of the Chapel of the Cross, from which our Chapel of the Cross received her name, as well as the home of the University of North Carolina, my bride's alma mater, In Chapel Hill, there is an infamous bar. The bar is known for their very generous beverages, as well as their famously athletic patrons. But this bar is probably best known for its hilarious name, He's Not Here. Apparently, the bartenders were frustrated when spouses, sweethearts, and friends would call the bar looking for their certain someone. And so one day, the staff just began answering the phone, he's not here. The name stuck. I'm not sure what it says about my faith life, but I always think about he's not here whenever we read the Gospel reports of Jesus' resurrection from the Gospel of Luke. On the first day of the week at early dawn, the women came to the tomb, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. Suddenly, two men in dazzling clothes said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. He is not here. The angel says nearly the same thing in Matthew, but but with much more dramatic flourish. Descending from heaven, the angel of the Lord came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. Why do angels always say, do not be afraid? when there's something really scary going on. That's another sermon for another day. But the angel of the Lord says, I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised. I find it very interesting that the angels don't say where Jesus is. They don't say, Jesus will meet you in Jerusalem or Jesus went back to Galilee, or Jesus is spending some time at the beach. He had a lot going on last week. Instead, they merely say, 
he's not here. Which means, if he's not here, he could be anywhere. This is one of the many miracles of our incarnate and resurrected Christ. Our God is not a distant God, an indifferent God, or an aloof God, but because God became human in Jesus, once Jesus walked and ate and laughed and wept with us, once the curtain in the Holy of Holies in the temple in Jerusalem was torn in two the moment Jesus died on the cross, and once Jesus defeated death forever, Jesus is with us. Now that he is resurrected, Jesus could be anywhere. When someone is ringing that bell in the clinic because they have been declared cancer-free, Jesus is there. When someone has that breakthrough in therapy and realizes a reason why they feel the way they feel, Jesus is there. When someone is able to say no to their addiction for today, Jesus is there. When your relationship with an estranged loved one is healed, Jesus is there. When you call a friend who is hurting and listen, Jesus is there. When you make a pot of soup and bring it to a neighbor, Jesus is there. Theodore Wardlaw, the president of the Austin Presbyterian Seminary, where Doug is pursuing his master's in youth ministry. Theodore Wardlaw once wrote, if Jesus Christ really rose from the dead, then that means that he is loose in the world, with power to raise us up from whatever is dragging us down, power to complete what we cannot complete ourselves. It means that the story of hopeless finality that the other storyteller is peddling, that is, in the end, nothing but Friday talk. Yesterday afternoon, Henry and I watched the Minnesota Timberwolves play the Memphis Grizzlies in an NBA playoff game. It was a fun game, lots of great athleticism and scoring which was a nice change of pace for me after watching Kentucky this past year. But as the camera panned the crowd, I saw a dear friend from my time serving at, the, at a parish in Memphis. Hey, I know her. So of course, I texted her. Hey, I just saw you on the TV. And to, and to my delight, she received it and texted me back and we caught up between plays. My friend lives in two places, Memphis and Uruguay. And in both places, she is very active in prison ministry. About five years ago, while visiting the imprisoned in Uruguay, she met a bank robber. He has no family. He was raised on the streets and was imprisoned at the time not for bank robbery. He had already done his time for that. But while he was in prison for said robberies, he also broke out of prison five different times. Story very different than mine and perhaps yours. But now he is out for good. 
and he lives on the Rio de la Plata near Montevideo. He no longer robs, but instead he coaches youth soccer, and he is married to my friend. They have many dogs, and they are very happy. And Jesus is there. Jesus is out there doing all sorts of zany, beautiful, kingdom of God things. And as the kids might say, we should be there for it. And if the resurrected Jesus is here and there and everywhere, if the resurrected Jesus is co continuing his good work everywhere, then as followers of Christ, we too are meant to go there and not stay here. Here is a great place, but he is not here. And we must listen for Christ's call to follow him. Follow him out there. Here is safe, but there is resurrection. There is justice. There is ministry. There is healing. There is peace. He's not here. He has been risen. Let's go see what that Jesus guy has been up to. Amen.